This is episode six of the Blue Tent Breakdown podcast, helping you out with your fantasy teams. This is later in the week, heading into week two of the NFL. So we're talking sit and start suggestions based on injuries. Now, the one thing is, we're not going to know the full picture until game time. I mean, I think they have to announce the final injury report like an hour and a half before kickoff. So it's always going to be important if you're really um, into fantasy to make sure you're paying attention Sunday morning, a couple hours before kickoff with your sits and your starts and checking those last minute lineups. Josh Darby, certified, licensed and practicing physical therapist and athletic trainer is with me for episode six. Now, Josh, I want to first hear your theory. We've been talking about it some. I even mentioned it on my other podcast where we focus on daily fantasy stuff, DraftKings mostly. It's called Dumpster Fire Sports. But I was talking about your theory there. I wanted to give you credit. And I want you to talk about the impact you believe you're seeing in these shorter preseasons and the limited preseason games. Yeah, I mean, so guys are not playing at full speed in the preseason, right? They're going to the training camp is a lot of, you know, we call shells, right? Pads and helmets, shorts. So they're going through um, some dummy stuff. They're really not hitting a whole lot, tackling a whole lot. And so they do that in training camp. Then they don't play a lot in the preseason games, right? You know, they'll play maybe a quarter here, a half here every once in a while. Some players like Aaron Rodgers hadn't played in the preseason in five straight seasons up until this season. And, you know, my thought is, okay, well, he's new in New York. He wants to play, kind of show what they've got. So he played like maybe a quarter, right, in that preseason game against the Giants. The problem is, is that your body's not ready to play full speed, right? They don't have a lot of reps under their belt. And so their body they try and go full speed and their body's like, no, 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 I haven't done this for months, right? Yeah. And so they go out there and that's when you get these injuries like these ACLs, these Achilles injuries, right? You get um, a lot of pulled hamstrings, strained calves. You get all that stuff week one because guys are, they're going full speed again. There's heat usually in the first couple weeks of the season and their body's just not used to it. It also, do you think, contributes to, how do I say it, poor play? Or play lower than expected. Look, Joe Burrow, right, who didn't play in the preseason because of a calf issue. The Bengals don't score a touchdown, and they're supposed to be a high-powered office. What about Kadarius Toney? Very limited preseason and did not, by any stretch of the imagination, have a great week one. Fewer touchdowns in week one, way fewer than typical in a given NFL week. So you think the shorter preseason, the lack of games in the preseason contributes both to poor poor play and more injuries? Absolutely. I mean, if you look at these, you see the injuries, right? And then you see, like, I, I have NFL Red Zone, right? I'm, a, I'm an NFL junkie on Sundays, so I got all these games, all the scoring plays going on. But you're watching these games, Brady, and there's just a lot of sloppy play, lots yes. of fumbles, lots of drop balls, lots of false starts. Timing is off. Guys haven't played together in forever. And it just results in really bad football. And so week two is always better, right? Week two is always more fine-tuned. Guys are practiced now. They played a full game. And so you'll start to see less and less of that. But again, week one is always lots of injuries, lots of sloppy play. I mean, you'll see a lot of either low scores or a lot of like high scores. If the NFL called you and said, Roger Goodell 
just quit. We want Josh Darby to fill in. You're the replacement. What do you do? What changes do you make? I'll take his salary, but I don't want his job. <laughs> <laughs> but would you go back to more preseason and take out that 18th regular season week? Or what would you do? Oh, man, that's really hard because, you know, the owners want that money in their pocket. So they right. want that extra game. I think you got to I think you got to play more in the preseason. I think you have to. Um, if you don't do that, you have to make more of a, a better preventative type program. You'd have to go in and say, okay, we need to work on these things or have uh, guidelines on what you guys need to do to try and prevent injuries because um, it's just, it's really rampant, especially yeah. in football, what, yeah. what goes on the first couple of weeks of the season. And obviously we talked about it on previous episodes, but some pretty serious injuries. Um, and we can start going through the list here. Um, Cooper Cup, obviously out. He's on IR. When he returns week five, do you expect a ramp up? Do you expect him to be, um, because I have him stashed. Keep him stashed, same, play him. Same. Week yeah. five? Yeah, I mean, they'll give us updates as, as the weeks go on. But I mean, best case scenario, he's rehabbed his hamstring. He's feeling better. He's going through practice, you know, without any limitations. And he plays week five. Again, you got to, hamstrings are one of those injuries that, can be chronic right so you got to watch it you know he might go out there week five and he may have a great game or he might go out there and he might tweak it again so mm. it's a risky play but i mean you got to play cooper cup what about jerry judy hamstring grade two he's playing week two he didn't week one the broncos need him right yeah. um if you have him are you playing him you got to play him because he's a deep threat for the broncos um he's practiced He's practiced uh, the last couple of days. I think he's ready to go. I mean, you got to play him. Terry McLaurin, turf toe. Uh, I really don't even know what that is. How? What's turf toe specifically? Like, what if? What is? What does somebody come in here with? And it's not called turf toe. It's what? You would call it just like a toe sprain. So basically, it's when you sprain your big toe. Okay. And the problem with that is that that's the lever that you use to push off every time you take a step. Yeah. So think about that when you're trying to run and change directions and, you know, play football. It's really painful. Uh, Patrick Mahomes had it. Well, he had something similar to it a couple of years ago. I had surgery after the Super Bowl. Uh, it's very painful. There's a lot of things they can do. They can tape it. They can put a, a really stiff insole in. Uh, looks like he's going to play. Um, but again, he might be limited. Okay. Mark Andrews, quad strength. So he was inactive kind of last minute week one. Um, what do you think week two? It, will he with a quad strain be all the way back? We don't know. Probably not all the way back. Here's the problem with Mark Andrews is he's always on the injury report, right? He's yes. got something going on, whether yes. it be a shoulder, a leg, a knee. Um, proceed with caution on Mark Andrews. If you have him, you got to play him because you drafted him really high, but probably going to be limited. Because snaps. Isaiah likely did nothing. I picked him up thinking I was a waiver wire genius. He got like less than two points. Yeah. I mean, that's that shows you players are players, right? You can't just put anybody in that spot and expect Mark Andrews numbers. Right. Exactly. Um, Zach Moss, fractured forearm surgery. He should be back um, in week two. So that team is a bit of a mess. Deion Jackson didn't play great. You got to figure they're going to split, don't you think? Yeah, uh, Moss is, I think Moss is their guy right now with, um, you know, Jonathan Taylor not yeah. basically playing. Yeah. Um, the thing about that is, you know, Fractured Forum is going to heal in so many weeks. It's going to be strong. They can always put some sort of a soft cast on there to help him out. Um, so I think he, he goes in and he plays a lot in week two. So Kadarius Tony, um, we talked about him on the Chiefs version of the pod. Uh, he was just listed. He was at practice, fully practiced. What do you think there? Why even list him? 
Um, <laughs> maybe make him feel better after all the drops he had last week. Um, right. I mean, he's he's you know he's had some knee issues in the past. I think that's why they list him is because he had a procedure in the off season. He was limited all all preseason. Um, looked really bad. Looked like timing was off. Didn't catch the ball well. Um, you know, gosh, do you play him this week too? Now, sort of- Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid do have a history of going back to a guy. Especially if Kelsey's not playing. We think he might play. He's likely. But if he's not there you, and you have Tony, you almost have to play him, right? You do. Sky Moore did nothing. Right, right. They're um, looking for somebody to step up on the wide receiving core. He, and when Kadarius Tony is good, he's really good. Um, so I think, like you said, they, you know, Andy and um, – you know, the coaching staff, they really like to get a guy involved, especially if right. he struggled. So my guess is they'll go to him early and get his confidence back. Um, so, you know, if you have him, he, he probably could, you know, maybe a flex or something like that. You could play him, but don't expect a whole lot, especially yeah. if Kelsey plays. Um, Darren Waller, chronic hamstring issue. So here we are again. Um, you say it's lingering. If you have Darren Waller, do you try to trade him now? Um, Assuming that that's going to get worse later in the season. Yeah, Darren Waller's another guy that has a long history of injuries. Um, and again, hamstrings are one of those injuries that lingers on quite a bit. Um, you know, if you, yeah, if you, his value is not super high right now because he's been hurt a lot. But I mean, if you can trade him, you might try and get something back in return. Uh, again, Darren Waller, when he's out there, he's really good. Yeah. Uh, but he's hurt a lot. Yeah. Yep. Agreed. Uh, let's talk about uh, Romeo Dobbs and Christian Watson. So, um, you know, Luke Musgraves, to me, is the major play in Green Bay if you're going anywhere because I think these other guys are iffy. So Christian Watson, um, hamstring issue. So he's out week two, maybe week three. We just don't know because it always depends on how it heals and how they react, right? Right. Um, Romeo Dobbs, hamstring as well. So both those guys, iffy at best. Luke Musgraves, the play there. Aaron Jones, if you got him. Yeah, I mean, and Aaron Jones has got a hamstring issue also. I remember he pulled up lame on a 50-yard pass play where he was running in the end zone and grabbed his, his leg. He may not even play this week. So, yeah, lots of hamstrings in Green Bay. Mm. I mean, it's kind of a contagious thing, I guess. But Musgrave would probably be the play, yeah, if you're looking for a receiver, um, yeah, week two. I don't even know who else is there. Um, Hollywood Brown, another hamstring. um, Wasn't great in week one, but again, I think you and I talked about if they put them on the field, you got to trust them. He's really the only guy they got in Arizona, right? I mean, right. He, I can't think yes. of any other receivers, except for maybe Zach Ertz, but he's a little he's. long in the tooth. So, um, <laughs> yes. I mean, Hollywood Brown is a, is a deep threat, um, and they're going to give him the ball because, again, he's their only option. Jalen Waddle with an oblique strain, um, but – Miami looks like they're going to score a ton of points. Oblique is a stomach muscle. Oblique is like, yeah, on the outside of your abdomen. It's kind of a, you know, when you twist, especially you get the obliques involved, which is not the best uh, injury to deal with when you're trying to, you know, try and catch the ball and twist and turn. Yeah. Um, but I think he'll give it a go. Um, they've, they're playing the Patriots this week, which is they're going to, you know, try and lock down him and yeah. Tyree Kill. So tough matchup. But if you got him, you got to play him because that's a pretty high powered offense. George Kittle groin strain. Um, should be better in week two, they said. So uh, with a groin strain, I would imagine similar to hamstring, got to see it play out. Yeah, another lingering type injury here. And again, George Kittle, he kind of uh, is in that Mark Andrews bucket of being on the (laughs) the injury report every single week, right, Right. during the season. Uh, 
and the thing about San Francisco is they've got a ton of weapons, so they can limit George Kittle and they'll be okay just because of uh, of what they have around George Kittle. Um, I proceed with caution on George Kittle. Um, they've got a lot of weapons, a ton of weapons, right? So you could still get by yeah. without George Kittle. You could you could? Um, DeAndre Hopkins did not practice twice this week already. High ankle sprain, likely out. Um, so you got to pass on him talking about long in the tooth. You got to imagine that's going to linger. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. High ankle sprain is always, um, always a bad injury to have. You're talking multiple weeks normally, unless you're Patrick Mahomes Then you play the next week. Um, same thing with Austin Eckler, high mm-hmm. ankle sprain. He's mm-hmm. somebody that you probably got in the top five. How long is that one going to linger? Mm-hmm. Do you think that's a few weeks at least? And we're talking like a few weeks to a month. Ugh. I mean, that's where Joshua Kelly comes in now and is a big play for you. Pick him up if mm-hmm. he's available. Um, Aaron Jones with the hamstrings, same situation, unlikely to go week two. So you got to be looking for A.J. Dillon there. Raheem Mostert, knee, said it sounds mild. He should be playing. And in the last episode with Ethan, I think we talked about the swelling is what you got to watch for, right? Right. And the inflammation. Does that pop up a lot in pregame? Um, not so much. Usually, you know, guys are kind of going half speed. They're trying to just go out there and get a feel for the turf and like, you know, changing directions, uh, speeds, things like that to whether or not they can go. You know, if they don't have a lot of pain and they feel pretty good, they'll probably give it a go. If they don't feel well and, and uh, you know, just don't feel right, then they're probably not going to go. Deontay Johnson, this is a big one. This is a bummer. Grade two hamstring. Um, how many weeks again same thing could be four you're looking at about a month probably with him yep yep troutman is somebody to look at pat fryermuth what do we have what's the latest on him he had a chest contusion he was the only player or at least only tight end that saw two end zone targets yeah first of all every time i think of the the name pat Farmuth, i think of some guy in a toga with like olive branches on his ears or something <laughs> yes. like that you know it's a great name yes um yeah this is just one that hurts like you yeah. just kind of have to deal with this it's a chest contusion um it's gonna hurt probably gonna try and play now he's got an extra day because they play a monday night game so more it's basically just comfort with with him but he's he's a big red zone target so you got to go if he goes you got to play him what does it say to you when guys pop up late on the injury list like i puka he played right the whole game nothing nothing and now like towards the end of the week he pops up does that say anything to you or you think that's gamesmanship or is that a real concern i think it's a real concern because Mm. it could be something like well they might have had a little soreness after the game and we're not gonna we're not gonna list them right away, but then they might try and practice, and then it it either doesn't get better or it gets worse. And so now, okay, now we got to put them on the injury report. So Puka Nakua was like, you know, a week one darling, yes. right? So everybody's picking him up, and they're like, oh shoot, now there's no Puka Nakua or or uh, right. uh, Cooper Cooper Cup. Cup, and so now you're looking at um, Higby Van Jefferson, Higby. Tutu Atwell, Tutu Atwell. Those three guys would probably get the majority of the targets. Yeah, yeah. Um, so he's listed officially at. Recording time Friday noonish as game time decision. Brandon Cooks is out. Jacoby Myers is out now. So Devontae Adams 
right? Because Jacoby Myers had a good week one. Had a great week one. Um, yeah, anytime somebody's in the concussion protocol and they're listed as doubtful, they ain't playing. <laughs> I'm going to tell you right now. Really? Yeah, it's just, I mean, with the crackdown on the NFL's policy on concussions, especially which what happened yeah. with Tua last year, yeah. they're going to really, really be conservative with this. They're going to wait till next week. And then Devontae, yeah, Devontae, uh, Devontae stock goes up, obviously, because he's Devontae Adams, but also because he's, again, one of the few targets that they have in, right. uh, in Las Vegas. Because when somebody's in concussion protocol is the rule, they have to fully practice twice. And so if they didn't do that on Wednesday or by Wednesday, Friday's just a walkthrough or something. So right. Thursday isn't enough time. Right. And, and if he's still having symptoms, there's they're, they're not going to put him out there. So Jacoby Myers is out. Darren Waller, Dalton Schultz, Fryermuth, all good to go. Dolchich is the last guy that I have here on the list. Um, he's another hamstring, I believe. Uh, Denver tight end. So Troutman is the guy that's going to step in. I did hear something where <laughs> they saw the uh, passing or the uh, receiver routes during that game and, and Troutman kind of hung out in the flat the whole time so hopefully he goes down field a little bit more or has better routes but he would be the pickup if you're if you're wanting that Broncos backup tight end who is your play of the week who is somebody that Josh is loving right now who are you targeting on the waiver wire right now I really like Justice Hill, a running back from Baltimore. Yep, to fill uh, in for J.K. Dobbins for JK to Dobbins. replace him. Yep. I like him a lot. I just had a feeling. I tried to pick him up in my league and uh, did not get him. But I, I feel like Baltimore, even though they're passing the ball more, still wants to run the ball. Yeah. And I think that, you know, he had two touchdowns the first week. Um, it'll be interesting to see what happens this week. Uh, but he's kind of he was kind of my my sexy free agent that I tried to pick up. Um, not worried about Gus Edwards, or you think Gus Edwards is a different role? <sighs> Gus Edwards, <laughs> if Gus Edwards is going to do anything, it's going to be vulture touchdowns. Right. I think that right. Justice Hill is going to be more of a touchdowns. more of a running between the twenties. Uh, Gus Edwards is kind of limited on what I think he can do, and I could be totally wrong. But uh, I just have a feeling about Justice Hill. Yeah. All right. There it is. Josh Darby, TrueMoveKC.com, to find out more about him and to. Get Get lined up. Maybe you got a hamstring injury that's uh, been lingering. He's going to help you out. Uh, find us online, Blue Tent Breakdown Podcast, and we're on Facebook, so you can follow along, posting a ton of injury updates for your season-long leagues and for your NFL wants and needs there as well. For Josh, for Ethan and Luke, our other co-hosts, I'm Brady. For everybody at True Move, thank you for listening to this episode.